Hey. You know, our father tried to get us to eat springs once. He gave us just like metal <laughs> springs to eat to see if we would eat them. Is that is that it's where shineth thing. not the sun comes from? It might be actually yes. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> anyway, all right, all right. Hey, hey. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the something of podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. I'll be your host today. Yeah, me too. I'm Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Garfield, and let's do this. All let's, right, Garfield. I'm really excited to be Garfield here. It's Wednesday. Uh-huh. It's June 6th, 1984. We're reading the 2100th and 80th mm-hmm. ever Garfield. Uh, and in today's trip, uh-oh, Uncle Roy... I'm familiar with how this podcast works. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm reading from a script right now. (laughs) Look, I didn't... I I think we can both agree that I didn't get through the previous 2,179 episodes just by learning my lines, you know, just by rote and not mm-hmm. knowing what they mean and now suddenly the script is out and I don't know what to say oh okay well in panel one mm-hmm. uh, the TV is talking and sure it, look it's another Uncle Roy strip okay everyone knows All the right. drill here Some, it's Roy Cohn back somebody from on the, the TV dead. is named Roy he's someone's it's uncle Roy Cohn. and Garfield's watching it mm-hmm. and it says, here we are in a real factory, boys and girls. Let's see what we can learn. Ellipsis. This, when you imagine this as Roy Cohn, it really adds a certain je ne sais quoi to the... Anyway. Uh-huh. Panel two. Whoa! Panel two. I love this being Roy Cohn. Panel two. Roy Cohn on the television huh. says, Arg! And there's uh, the, the onomatopoeia. Wap, wap, wap. And Garfield is alarmed by what's happened to Roy Cohn. Presumably, he's been stuck in, like, the, you know, the conveyor belt, and he's being whapped by things. A la Charlie Chaplin in the classic Polly Shore vehicle modern times. <laughs> I love that. I loved when Polly Shore played the tramp. Mm, Charlie Chaplin, the orig- original weasel, they called him. Mr. Stoneface. Yeah, Captain Showbiz. That's what they call him. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite between uh, um, mm-hmm. Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton? You know, it's not a fair comparison because I don't think I have ever actually watched a Buster Keaton film. Mm-hmm. And on that basis, I guess I have to go with Charles Chaplin. I've heard a lot of... Nope. I've, no, look, nope. I've heard I've heard a lot of dumb no, I'm, fucking Chris, hipsters. Chris, nope, I'm sorry. Heard a sorry, lot of... The correct answer is Harold Lloyd. God damn it. Sorry. You just... Okay. I've heard a lot of dumb fucking hipsters talking, saying how Buster Keaton was actually superior. And now if you bring Harold Lloyd into it... Harold Lloyd, I think, had more range than either of them. Charlie Chaplin was a classic for a reason, Jonathan. He okay. met Frankenstein in the famous movie Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. That's I'm gonna assume that's true. Uh, in the say? last panel, the TV continues in bold. Shut mm-hmm. this. Uh, and then there's the there's a word for that, right? The expletive. Uh, 
Yeah, the, usually the Markings. word is fuck or fucking or fucker or something or motherfucker. Right, but there's um, a word for the... Shit. The, they can in, mean any of those. <laughs> I mean, look, J- Jonathan, I, we're both... We're both What's that thing you say about us sometimes? Genre savvy? We're both genre savvy. Thank you. <laughs> How yeah. did I know that? Yeah, we're we're both genre. We're, we're we're a couple of fucking Scott McClouds over here. Words are just pictures of letters or something. I don't know. They're Grolixes. Grolixes? Yeah, they're Grolixes. I can't oh, Wait, do you not know this? This is great. I, d- I feel like maybe I've heard that name. Grolix was a character in the Asterix universe, correct? A Grolix, a, a string of typographical symbols, mm-hmm. <laughs> such as, and then there's some Grolixes, sure. used in place of an obscenity, especially in comic strips. That's uh, Merriam-Webster.com. What the fuck is a Grolix? <laughs> what is that? What is the it spelling say for Grolix? Uh, just like you think. Oh, I see. Okay, this is that's not what I thought, but I see it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. ah, this suggests that I purchase a. Ooh, oh, Jonathan. Okay, are so you I at Grolixes dot com? No, I, I looked up Grolixes <laughs> on um the the internet website Google dot com. Ah. It gave me a dic- dictionary definition of Grolix. But then, you know, sometimes they'll give you an advertisement. Those wily people over at the Google Corporation will slip an advertisement into your search results. You know how they what? do that sometimes? Everyone's No, I know. You probably, you probably thought that Google was a not-for-profit corporation. I mean, I assumed being an organization of human beings. Yeah, turns out it's not the case. Human beings don't just seek profit. They do things that are good. Well, we also like power. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Over on the right here, there's an advertisement for a book. The name of the book is The Lexicon of Kamakana. Oh, that doesn't sound bad. 1980 book. It's a you know tongue-in-cheek look at the devices used by comics and cartoonists. Okay, I'm curious about that. Do you know who the <laughs> fucking author of this book is? Jonathan Gibson. Is is it um, uh, Scott McCloud? That's right. It's Mort Walker of oh. Beetle Bailey fame. Oh, okay. Mort Beetle Bailey Walker. <laughs> okay. Also, High and Lois. Did you go through a similar revelation when you found out that uh, E.B. White, who wrote Charlotte's Web, was the same White of Strunken White? Um, did I go through what process? Where I was like, what? That's the same guy? Like that? Yeah. Uh, I think I knew that before I really knew what Strunken White was. I think Strunken oh, okay. White was introduced to me as like, oh, and get this, the White is the Charlotte's Web guy. I think that's I think I got all the way through grad school without realizing that. Really? <laughs> no, I didn't get through grad school. <laughs> Some pig. <laughs> that's a good one. That okay. Is funny. Uh, I, you know what? No, I said no. Now that we're talking about Strunk and White, yeah, I think that's. Over, I think it's kind of overrated. If I'm being honest. Oh, absolutely. It's a. It's oh, full of. It's full of outdated words? bullshit. Omit needless words. This is like the only kind of words we have on you this. You could if strike omit, needless from that. It'd be pithier. If we omit needless words, every episode of this podcast would be 15 seconds long. 
You keep going. I'm going to go let the cat out. Okay, here's some more needless words, listeners. Um, panel one. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Okay, we already said what happened in panels one and two. Anyway, Uncle Roy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, panel three. Uncle Roy says, shut this Grawlix thing off. He's shouting. Presumably he's saying, shut this fucking thing off. Garfield's looking at the at us, and he's smiling now, and he's thinking, Uncle Roy is learning never to wear loose clothing around big machinery. Garfield went from loving Uncle Roy to reveling in Uncle Roy's painful dismemberment over the course of, like, 15 seconds. Okay, number one, uh, I think that's relatable. I think that's the human condition. I think all children are like that. All people are like that. Kids love dismemberment. Number two, where did you get that he's being dismembered? Like, it sounds like he's being, like, slapped in the face by a paddle over and over or something. It was a fun word to say. Oh. That's all. Um, I have a question. I'd what, like to hear it. No, what The chair recognizes Jonathan Gibson. What are we supposed to think? I, okay, this is a children's show. Sure. Are you picturing Uncle Roy as, like, a clown or... A cowboy I mean, or, or, or anything in particular or like what I've already I've already addressed that point by saying I am yeah. imagining that it is Roy Cohn you have addressed that point I, I apologize okay I, but I think it's I think it's basically a Mr. Rogers type figure is what I would imagine when did Mr. Rogers Roy, Roy, Roy Rogers the famous the most it's Roy, famous. Roy Rogers right did you know I'm gonna blow your mind did you know that Roy Rogers Mr. Rogers and the guy from Rogers and Hart are all the same person? Uh, Blew no. your mind, didn't I? I didn't. Because no one knows that. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's not a justified true belief. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a thing I said. Okay. So, like, you know, pragmatically, like, if you're a pragmatist. I don't know if I believe in the justified true belief notion of epistemology. I'm I'm more of a Persian, you know? Or I wouldn't say I know it. Uh, Okay. Like like most listeners to this program, I follow a Persian epistemology. (laughs) (laughs) Here to it. All right. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis, a standard podcast. Sure. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. We love you. I love these like short, short outros. Mm, if only that we're doing everything lately. else in the podcast could be short, right? <laughs> podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows